Ramble. Good morning and welcome to the tripod. It's another beautiful day here in sunny podcast land. Mm. Guys, I'm feeling good. Same. How yeah. are you? I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. Uh, I don't know. It's Christmas. Like, it's the holiday mm-hmm. season, baby. That's true. It Thank might you. technically <laughs> currently be Hanukkah. <laughs> well said, but well, it's Christmas time. I, Come on in, Rainy. I got, I got my tree uh, sitting in a bucket of water outside, but it's ready. It's ready. I haven't set it up yet. I haven't set it up yet. Let it in. Bucket of water. Bucket of water. It's probably pawing on the window. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Come in. Let Uh, me in, daddy. Started. I so here, I had a pretty fun day yesterday. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Our nanny called in sick, mm-hmm. which is always oh, a little fun. little t- little plot twist. Like, hey, <laughs> this Tuesday just turned into a Saturday. And baby. Let, it, let us clarify: tummy sick, tummy troubles. Yes, not sure, the big sure. sick. Food poisoning. Not, not the big sick. Not the, not the big. Not the the uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not the Ray troubles. Romano vehicle. <laughs> so uh, I I I Ariel was a uh, baby hungover, which means she stayed up for. Like two hours in the middle of the night. Baby hungover. Baby hungover. <laughs> I never heard <laughs> Hanging that. out with Finn. Uh-huh. I just made it up. Yeah. So I said to myself, what am I going to do with these boys? It's a rainy day. The museums are not open till 10. What's the equivalent of a museum? Target. <laughs> the museum of Target. Yeah. It is kind of a museum. I just took the boys to Target <laughs> wow. and walked around. That's fun. It's the museum of the present. That's right. Yeah, the museum yeah, of capitalism. You yeah. know, look at all the things you could buy. Pretty much, yeah. this this my toddler was just like it, it was like he was on baby crack. Yeah, just looking at the toy aisle, just like mean. look ba- at this <laughs> and look at this. The baby crack epidemic. Is yeah, <laughs> yeah, <it's tough. laughs> yeah. Please don't joke about it. It's the, the baby, baby crack sorry, epidemic. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it is sort of the biggest problem. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I'm really yeah. being non PC with the my story <laughs> here. First, is COVID I saw I saw a story of yeah. Wes like freaking out at a Lego set. Mm-hmm. And it was a big motherfucker. Yeah, not gonna lie. I, as an adult man, also go down the toy aisle. Oh, yeah, and very yeah. similarly. Go look at this. But that Legos are expensive. We talked about this. Did, yes. Did you get suckered into I, buying any I, of these? Well, so my plan was mm. to go and buy one, and then okay. we were gonna go do it, right? But I had to put on some guardrails. Got to say, like, this is too big of a present that could maybe be a Christmas present. Oh, this so is smart. not a Tuesday morning present, right. boy. Uh-huh. We're looking for, you know, we're looking for something a little simple. Daddy Fulmer thought this That's through. That's right. And <laughs> then, and then you, the other guy was like, no, we're only going to get one. Okay, so you right. got to pick out your favorite. Yeah. Um, uh, biggest and so, nerf gun. Biggest <laughs> nerf gun. Yeah, he's definitely into the guns. <laughs> so, that's, yeah. that's Keith's that's influence. That's Keith's that's influence. <laughs> yeah, whenever Wes comes over, he'll walk up to me and uh, shyly go, um, do you, uh, um, Keith, do you? But he have, whispers more. <laughs> nerf, nerf guns? Do you have the nerf guns? And I'm like, oh, wow. yeah. Can I play guns? with then, the nerf then he, guns? He sprints to my garage because he knows where that's <laughs> where they are. That's and then cute. I come out and he's like, we shoot? I'm like, uh-huh. You can shoot this way so that mm-hmm. so you don't lose as many as possible. My favorite <laughs> Westism we'll is that he's very shy when like you first, I mean like, Every time I see him, it's yeah. like a bunch of adults have entered the room. So he's shy for like right. two minutes mm-hmm. and then he'll sneak up to you and go, do you want to see my dinosaurs? Yeah. <laughs> he always whispers it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. As soon as he gets someone's attention, he's like, that's the, uh, that's his mark. Mm-hmm. 
And all of a sudden, you're hooked in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're in the store. You say the smallest oh, item. Oh, yeah. I mean, he sees a giant monster truck that's like $400. I'm like, Jesus, no, no. Yeah, the There's like a ride-on dope. lawnmower, some like <laughs> oh, so John yeah. Deere motherfucker. Hell, like, yeah. <laughs> all you- sorts of crazy stuff. They, they make these like uh, Lego, like you can build a Stormtrooper helmet and just have it on your desk. Right. Oh, my great, God. Great toy for an adult right yeah. there. But we settle on a uh, like a like a daredevil motorcycle that c- arrives on a trailer that can convert into a ramp, Whoa. and then it can launch. No, wait, oh, what, yeah. what size are we talking? Is this one uh, that he can ride on, or is this a, a little? It was maybe to- the, okay, it was to- about this big. Mm-hmm. It was uh, mm-hmm. eight and up. So mm-hmm. it's sort of also a present for daddy. Right? <laughs> 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 You're the up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Something six, seven, eight hundred pieces. Whoa. We were we were about a quarter of the way through. Just built the motorcycle and built the ramp this morning, mm. and it's pretty fun. Well, pretty, thank you to Target for fun. sponsoring this. <laughs> <thing. laughs> I wish. Oh my god. Yeah, I know that would be a great sponsor. Um, they fired me. <laughs> You're no longer <laughs> they let you, a model. They let you free. They let me they free. Let free. They let me, yes. They, this podcast has become Ned's working through some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to us about. Oh uh, yeah, it's oh, a pretty well, good job. Speaking of working through, Uh-oh. I. Guys, Christmas came a little early for me. Oh. You know, a, a story wow. that we've been following very closely mm. here on this podcast is, um, and, and I don't mean to bring up a sting uh, mm. if, if this goes there, but Miss mm. <sighs> Livia Rodrigo Uh-oh. has decided not to follow me, but instead to unfollow everyone, mm. everyone. which mm-hmm. means what? that she now follows the exact same amount of the Try Guys, <laughs> and that number is zero. Yeah. Now, Weird. it's not really the happy ending I was looking for, but I feel like it's the artistic ending that we deserve. When you can't win, it's, it's nice to see others lose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's sort of a moral. Put another way, Miles. Wow. Olivia Rodrigo unfollowed me. <laughs> Yeah, why? As wow. well as everyone else. Well, my theory is because yeah. she had an Instagram account as a normal teenage girl yeah. for years and years for and sure. years. Yeah. The label know. was probably like, hey, one of these people is going to get yeah. canceled. We don't want you. Like, the <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Absolutely. I think that's yeah. actually what it was. It's too risky to be a major public figure and like have uh, endorsements of follows. Mm-hmm. But now, Ned, you get to say Olivia Rodrigo unfollowed you, yeah, which that's honestly pretty intense. makes yeah. cooler. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't jealous and now mm-hmm. I'm really jealous. <laughs> yeah. I thought I won. I think I lost even more. I mean, she hopefully she has button. a Finsta and she, she refollows else to it. Yeah, she definitely refollows with her Finsta. Yeah, right. No way. No way. Wait, let me check. You get a DM. It's like, hey, just wanted to let hey, you know. Hey, this is my I'm Finsta. Now, I'm now in Bolivia. Um, <laughs> Bolivia Rodrigo. Bolivia Rodrigo. Bolivia. I mean, that could be. That's mm. really good. Mm-hmm. She should do a show in Bolivia, and the merch would be lit. Yeah. I, but yeah. do my are my DMs still open with her? They're still no. active. Uh, oh. Is that right? Is that yeah. how that works? But yeah. I bet her management company runs it now. <laughs> <laughs> Deleted the chain. I think that chain. you lost your direct line. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. That grows my backstage pass. She but, was in the Lil Nas X Bing Bong TikTok. Sick. You got to explain. <laughs> you got to explain Bing Bong. You know about Bing Bong? I got Wait, Keith, I know ex- Bing explain Bong. it in your own words. Yeah. What would you like to say to Joe Biden right now? Yeah. Joe <laughs> it, Byron. Joe Byron. Yeah. It's just this compilation of this insane Billy on the Street-esque interview. Mm-hmm. Huh. That has now been remixed to death 
Okay. Uh, but basically, it's this guy. There's there's people screaming. What would you like mm. to say to Joe Byron right now? And he said, and the guy says, "What's up, baby? Why don't you take me out to dinner?" <laughs> and it's just it is absurdism. So it's a sound. It's a sound, but it's also out. video. It's a video. It's a video. But it's yes, a, it's a movement. It's it's, it's <laughs> yeah. a lot. It's Can very reactive and, and live on multiple air. Multiple people yeah. say Bing Bong wherever this is because two separate people say Bing Bong on the street mm. unrelated to one another one man in a car one man on the street and they go bing bong and they just sort of scream it out as if that's a phrase somewhere i assume on the east coast of america wow and now, for the record miles now? last week i asked you if this is the one that lil nas x did with his famous friends you said no now you just brought it up yes which means i'm okay. more on the pulse than you motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> means i was right <laughs> you looked me in the eyes and called me an idiot Welcome to Out of Touch Men Try and Figure Out the Latest TikTok Craze. <laughs> what mm. is a bing bong? Fuck bing your bong. life! Bing bong! If you see these dogs in your front yard, just know upstairs I'm going hard. Bing bong! What do you want to <laughs> tell Joe Byron right now? What's up, baby? Take me out the day. Hey, yo! Hey, yo, Ariana Grande, what's up, mama? I'll come to Coney Island and take a spin on a cyclone. I miss you. Fuck you! Wow. Fuck that's, your life! It's so that's it. catchy. That's, that's it. it. I'm and thrilled. then people have been taking it, remixing it. Right. Absurdist comedy's back, baby. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... It never went away. Definitely giving me uh, the too many chefs vibes. But, like, too it's many real people. Chefs, <laughs> too many chefs, Too many cooks. Sorry. It's been a while. It's, that was several years ago. Yeah, it brings me one too many uh, Too many chefs spoil the ruse, right. they say. <laughs> uh, I Whatever. do like it. I like specifically the intonation of the guy who says take me out to dinner on the word dinner because it sounds like <laughs> for a moment a little bit sweet yeah. take me out to dinner take me out to dinner it just becomes a sweet it's just like a sweet isolated one second of audio that i really love it's gorgeous mm. yeah but that's bing bong tiktok you that's guys bing bong and, and now people just uh use that audio and do stuff with yeah. it yeah a lot of people it has like yeah. 10 million all right uses well we gotta make our own bing bong tiktok now you gotta hump on it little nice yeah. did it one yeah yeah have we talked about the ever increasing pace of viral videos and how that word has all but lost meaning in the modern age i was thinking not been- recently <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <we should. laughs> it just it totally fascinates me because like we've done the evolution of viral video we've done yeah. those videos before there used to be a shared currency in what a viral video was because only a few videos had the capacity to get right. a million or 10 million or mm-hmm. 20 million views. And now that has, what, three point something million likes. It's mm-hmm. been remade. So that has probably gotten more impressions than, for instance, Leroy Jenkins did in, in its heyday. Oh, right? like, right. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, but that's just every single day. Every single Blink day. There's eye. another viral video. And by the way, there can be a viral, a quote unquote viral video that's getting millions of views that people totally miss. If you're just off the Internet for one week. So, like, looking back, this generation, I don't think will either have a shared vocabulary of what viral moments were, or there's going to be such a barrage of them Mm. that it won't even, you won't even be able to process it. I don't know. What do you think, Rainy? Do do you guys, what what do you got? Rainy on the mic. I saw saw her eye go, I just think that's really interesting. I don't really have, I agree. I think that, (laughs) (laughs) I was just, I was supporting you. I was like, yes, Zach, great point. Great point here. (laughs) I love that contribution. (laughs) 
I feel better. Why did Randy not have a permanent god mic? We, you know what we Randy need? Randy should be wearing a headset. Randy's right? a, gamer, a number, gamer headset. Number one guest of the tripod, <laughs> yeah. I would say, Either is Randy. Either a headset or like a handheld mic so that she can kind of pace. Oh, I look like, <laughs> yeah. stand up. I, you know what I've noticed? The interesting thing is about on some TikTokers, how many people have handheld mics for their TikToks. Yeah. Especially like singing ones. But that like it's just a cable going somewhere. I'm like... Where are they into their this, phone? I, think. I don't know yeah. if do they have XLR into USB C well, lightning? They oh, they got anything, baby. Three point five. Oh, you're talking about those tiny mics. That's it's also an aesthetic. Dongle. Yeah, people just yeah hold <laughs> the tiny mic is also very funny. But I've been seeing like people with just what looks like classic sure <laughs> microphones, and they're just there's a cable, an XLR cable coming out of it, mm. going somewhere. Cable converters are like porn. If you imagine it, it probably exists. I yeah, I guess you're right. I found. I found. Fuck yeah, I agree, Ned. I always what have a, a bunch line. of goofy junk in my backpack, and I found in my backpack something I didn't know I had, and it was a mini USB to USB C adapter. Oh, that's right. I was like, Which one's mini, mini USB? C is like the one that used to plug into like Samsung phones. Oh. The little like, it's kind of like a squashed Pizza Hut logo. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah. not a micro USB. Oh, I know exactly. Not what a micro. About. And, and it teeth. goes from that and it's like, like maybe a half an inch long and it just goes from that to USB C. I was like, yeah. how did I, where'd this come from? What is that How'd for? I get this? <laughs> I got a little bonus advice that'll go for Kornfeld over Whoa. here. Here we go. All right. If you're like me, You've moved apartments. You've moved to houses several times once a year for the last eight years. <laughs> once and a year. It, really? You move, right? Mm. And every time you move, you got this box, this mystery little little crate. Maybe you got it at, at the container store, and it's a little a little thing of miscellaneous wires and cables. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. the Pizza Hut to the USB-C. I, I got a bucket of them. You got a bucket of them. Yeah. <clears throat> and every time you move, you bring that the whole thing, bucket, the whole bucket, yeah, the so bucket then goes back into a corner. You forget mm-hmm. about it. So you move again. Just dump them. Bullshit. I dump no. them all. Zach's wrong. <laughs> dump them I'm all. I'm with Miles Keep here. your cables forever. Get rid of the fucking no. cables. In case you need to make a gamer think, cave, man. I think once a year, <laughs> once a year, you got to go through it. You got to assess. Is this technology in use anymore? Yeah. Plug it into everything in your house. That's true. I mean, there's definitely like, because sometimes I go to that bucket mm-hmm. and I try and find something I'm looking for and I realize it's all like micro USB yeah, cables that right. don't plug into anything I currently own. Mm-hmm. Useless. Until you get a gaming PC. Sure. <laughs> then sure. suddenly you need all Until the cables West for the gets last a gaming PC. It plays yeah, Fortnite. Okay. Counterpoint, Miles. Do you think I really need like a, <laughs> no, a, a, a char- charger converter that will plug into like Estonian I guess uh, I like knowing. Sockets. I like knowing when Sarah's like, "I need this cable," and I'm like, "I've got fucking." But if you book a <laughs> trip, to yeah. Yeah. you're a married man now, Miles. That's right. Yeah. Married life is just me finding the right cable. Half the time you're gonna rebuy it anyway. That's correct. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, horror, all the time, you know, Amazon. You're <laughs> rebuy just like, oh, cable. I need this. I had a similar situation where, like, we bought Bing a, bong. a record player, <laughs> and I needed the eighth inch. This is so interesting. An eighth, <laughs> an eighth inch audio thing to the the two, the white and red or the white and yellow audio ones. Yeah, I knew I had it somewhere. Couldn't for the life of me find it. Mm. And I finally gave up and ordered it. <gasps> and the day that it arrived, no. I found the fucking cable, and I was but like, yeah. I knew it. I knew I had one of these stupid cables. So did no, you return it, or you just kept two? No, I have two now. Yeah. Now because that one's been use. Mm. So next time I need it, I know it's in that nest of cables. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And Zach, speaking of viral video, to go back to your thing, 
That's an interesting point. And I wonder. <laughs> Speaking of fuck the conversation we've had for the last four minutes. Well, it is boring. I, just, yeah. I thought it, it was interesting. Scintillating I cable so cord do you conversation. Rated, what do you think about cables? Cables. <laughs> Rated, quick cable thoughts. thoughts. Let me tell you, I had a dream about cables last night. <sighs> Uh, and I was in a and I'm sorry, you didn't grab race. the mic and I know I thought about it and I was like I don't know because you know when people talk about dreams it's like ugh. but this is dream was crazy because I was in a race and you had to set up the mic in the camera. and I didn't realize I thought we were doing it as a team but we were doing it individually uh-huh. so I like had to steal the the it was a whole thing but I had a dream about cables did you win no, I lost, and I think I ruined it for everybody because I also. But okay, but yeah, that's my thought, that's my take on cables. <laughs> are are we subjecting you to too much work stress? <laughs> a stressful work dream. Whenever Rainy, whenever Rainy has a really good thought like that, I think Rainy represents the podcast department, and I'm proud. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, absolutely! <laughs> Just imagine. But anyways, like, do you think that you guys make viral videos in this day and age? Are I they, don't. Are they no. quote unquote viral? They're no, not. I, I know for a fact we don't. What? I think the <laughs> only the only level of virality now is like, is it being talked about on Good Morning America? That's viral. Good if Morning you're America. You're not Chewbacca, on the ball, mom. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's what I mean. You have to be a. You have to be. Excuse the term. A nobody. Yeah. Who yeah. makes a something? Mm-hmm. That's the only way. Like 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 uh like like call me maybe or something. You know, like something yeah. where it becomes such a phenomenon that Friday. random elementary yes, school. Mm-hmm. I think so. Well, like, okay, uh, a Lil Nas X can make a bing bong TikTok. And if that gets written up in a BuzzFeed post and reach, passes a certain certain threshold, yeah, that's a viral video, right? But he has know. like millions but of that followers. That sort of stuff happens every day is what you're saying. I, yeah. I think that the level has to be set higher. So we, because, we've raised the bar. Yeah. That's just, that's <laughs> yeah. just the bing everyday bong content. Video. The it's original yes. is a viral video. Yes, agreed. Because who are those people? Yeah, what's going on? Sure, but it was it was so viral. It was like, wow, I have to watch this. Yeah. Well, interesting. So you think that a viral video? I would argue. I mean, the Mr. Beast Squid Games is a viral video, is but it? I guess that got talked about on Good Morning America. But so I would go. argue that that's not a viral video. It is because it's past the threshold of what of we expect of normalcy mm. for him and for the world. Yeah, okay, I get that. But it's like if the New York Times writes an article and it goes to everybody that's in the New York Times who uh-huh. subscribes to the New York Times. Is that a viral article? Because like Mr. Well, Beast has well, whatever went, 50 million, 100 million. Yeah, I don't I, know. I think this video is like his most viewed video. Oh, sure. Of all time uh, right. Yeah. But I guess it's, once you get past a certain threshold of like you're getting a million clip, yeah. a million views every second, like is the algorithm just like, yeah, this is now we uh, I mean, to answer your question about us, so we don't make viral videos anymore. <laughs> Because we used to make yeah. we used to make viral videos. Now I think we make videos that serve a an audience, right? Big audience, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I don't know that we want to. I like when <laughs> well, like Zach is hot. Guys. No, 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 no. Well, like there was like when the whole Mr. Beast Squid Games video came out, there was this tweet that was oh. trending and all this discourse of people talking about like, is this the future of entertainment? Mm-hmm. Is this the promise of the creator economy? And I had so many thoughts on it. I think we should talk about it. Was, it could be an interesting <laughs> that combo. That shit was so dumb. Are we going to talk about the future of entertainment and the creator economy? Well, right now, <laughs> Ned's getting <laughs> excited. Yeah. I, I hated that whole ride up and be like, this should be Squid Game. Uh, yeah. cost this much and it made this many views. <laughs> so is it actually better than the original Squid Game? Like, no, no it, it was entirely based off of a te- television show yeah, that was 10 hours of content. Yeah. And obviously 
was the original thing. Just because you make something based on something else and it's successful doesn't mean you yourself are a genius. Right. It means you're good at identifying something and you have the funds to make something similar. Yeah. yeah. And I also like that video, Mr. Beast thing, totally cool, impressive, great for his audience. Yeah. I'm sure they loved it. Looked like a fucking YouTube video. Like the sets are amazing, yeah. but like the way it's shot, the way it's edited, yeah. looks like a YouTube video. Yeah. Uh, the original tweet, I mm. don't know how to pronounce his name, but I know John. It's John Yushai. Uh, he's a really smart guy and mm. someone I like very much. I, I respect him a lot, but he said, at Mr. Beast Squid Games video, 103 million views in four days. It took seven weeks to make. Uh, Netflix's Squid Game series, 111 million views in 30 days. It took 10 years to make. Uh, more views, less time, fewer gatekeepers. That's the promise of the creator economy. And so this was <laughs> treading on Twitter of people taking the opportunity to dunk on it. Also people defending Mr. Beast and saying, no, actually, it is really impressive. I, I can <clears throat> jump in. I don't really think that the point here is about like, oh, is this a good video or a bad video? Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's obviously like related to squid game and like whatever it's not going to have the same level of popularity if it's just a completely original concept mm -hmm. i think the more interesting point here are just these core uh, economic models mm -hmm. that seem to be to be shifting that you can have this level of budget on youtube and mm -hmm. not be wasting money or mm -hmm. losing money right i just think that's that's the more interesting point to me sure. is that you can have a three and a half million dollar because netflix has three and a half million dollar budgets all the oh, time yeah. mm -hmm. traditional tv oh, yeah. all the time yeah. whether it's a loss leader or it's a very profitable show it's just like that's the 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 that's the scale and the scope of budgets that they're mm -hmm. playing with on youtube hundreds of dollars thousands of dollars it's much less but the the fact that you can you know hear show a $3.5 million budget project to say nothing of whether it's a good or a bad video or whatever, but just that the core economics views wise the fact that it's even possible and that's even mm -hmm. possible. I think <gasps> is the biggest point. That's kind of cool. I think it shouldn't be possible though, because it's fully IP theft. It is wildly <laughs> a suable offense. What he did it's, 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 what if I took mm -hmm. good for you by Olivia Rodrigo yeah. got a hundred of my friends to sing it. <laughs> on her a uh, set that I built that looked just like By it. By the way, that is kind of the origins of YouTube, what you're saying. Right. Yeah, People I did know. It all yeah. the time. And that, but then it was like, you can't do that now, right? Because it's IP theft. You can't do that. It's a copyright. Uh, People well, will literally take your money on the video. Yeah, because music especially is a lot more aggressive aggressive but but also but in the same way people used to stop showing clips <laughs> from tv shows right because viacom, viacom was like fuck you no yeah so like how like you can't do this i love this but <laughs> you can't but, we, but, but keith we made a squid game video i know i agree we shouldn't have been <laughs> able to do it. i know that i know that we shouldn't have been able to do it it may, may fall under a fair use uh, yeah, I think so. Argument for sure. I, I, again, I think John's a really smart guy. Jimmy, Mr. Beast, obviously is brilliant, super yeah, impressive yeah. and, uh, you know, good for him for doing this. I, I, a big part of me agrees with Ned, like the fact that someone can even put a budget mm -hmm. towards something like this and make the money back. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. But actually when I saw this video and when I saw John's tweet to me, this was in some ways the promise of the creator economy, but in a way that deeply <laughs> depressed me. Yeah. Because I think what he meant is, look at the promise of the creator economy. You can put any budget you want and you can do anything you want and we don't need gatekeepers and we can make it. And actually, no, what this shows me <laughs> and proves to me is that YouTube 
at the end of the day, right now, and, and frankly, I think maybe forever, mm-hmm. is algorithmically driven art. And the only way that you can take huge financial and creative swings is actually not to take a huge creative swing, yeah. is to do something that is totally steeped in a proven IP mm-hmm. or what is trending. And that, frankly, bummed me out. Like, right, mm-hmm. this is not uh, uh, so a huge creator saying, I have this passion project i'm gonna put two million dollars behind this original idea <laughs> this is i'm gonna put two million dollars behind the biggest show in the world yeah, yeah. And, it's gonna, and we're just gonna echo you know youtube i mm-hmm. think with this like this moment is really big mm-hmm. this is a defining video for the platform it's what one of the biggest videos ever certainly budget and yeah, wise. It's, yeah. the impact is gigantic and i it almost to me feels like a stamp on what YouTube is as an art form, as a mm. platform, it's we're the echo chamber. Yeah. We are the place where you go to uh, have iterations of what of of culture that is happening outside. That's what we are. Welcome to YouTube. And as a creator, I was like, ah, okay, <laughs> that's my job, I guess. <laughs> and, and you know, I think that there are ways creatively that we can try and shake that up. And we we have our Patreon. We have ways for people to support us to make things that are riskier but so much of our decisions have to be based on what works within the context of this platform what does the platform want the platform wants echoes and i'll well, say platform wants money yeah, they want cash cash and, and gin- that was my takeaway the, the best cash grab is <laughs> that, echo. that yeah. was the tweet i didn't i didn't I just should have tweeted it and i'll <laughs> say about jimmy use the first name because we're boys we're not hi jimmy hi jimmy <laughs> hi jimmy <laughs> Um, but uh, <clears throat> I think it's also important to know that he didn't tweet that, that I don't think he would Correct. say that. Yes. No. I, I think he would probably be like, no, we love Squid Game. Squid Game's the best. And we wanted to, you know, like, it's like, I think, yeah, but also he is somebody who at one point at the very beginning, especially the reason he's so viral and big is because he was bringing fresh creative sure. ideas to the platform. I, Here's what the I, algorithm I, wants. Right. Here are the, the formats that are uh, uh, going to be optimized for this. But I don't know that his decision. Look, I don't know. We've we've talked to him a couple times, but like I don't know how many of his creative decisions are based on here's what I want to do creatively. I think he very uh, famously says, "I want to be the biggest YouTuber on the platform." That yeah. is his goal. That is his stated goal. And so I think his decisions are based in how do I game the system? How do I find the the formats that are going to make me the biggest as opposed to here is artistically what speaks to my soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, it works. Like people love his content. So we're not just saying, oh, he's he's cracked into the matrix and he's figured yeah, out a no, hack. Yeah. No, it only works if you make stuff that people mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. But um, as a creator, I don't know that that's what motivates him. Not to say he doesn't find intense satisfaction from it. I think <laughs> it's important to take a step back because sure. it's may it's possible that there is a middle ground where, first of all, yeah. I, I know him the best. Mm-hmm. We text. We're buddies. I think he's <laughs> a genius. I, he's I a brilliant man. He's very brilliant. Totally. I think Keith's point minimizes his uh, accomplishments. And your point possibly... Uh, you know, says like, because it's maybe maybe that the way you take something that you know is going to be popular, and then you kind of infuse your own artistic vision mm-hmm. to it, For your sure. own like sense of, of artistry and and creation. It's it's it doesn't have to be like polar opposites, right? Like you know, mm-hmm. he he may not. You're saying, oh well, like where's his original like narrative? Uh, you know. 
scripted show yeah, or I'm something. Them, well, I'm selling like, short to say that he's only doing it for mm-hmm. that goal and not having an artistic vision. I, I'm gl- I, yeah. I wanted to have this as a yeah, conversation yeah, yeah. because I'm, I know that you would give the counterpoint and I'm glad that you did. I, I think I think so. Like it's, you know, maybe he doesn't want to make a, an original scripted show, but even <laughs> just saying like, even just trying to think like, what's the most like popular thing that I can do right now? It's, you know, you're, you're still infusing a sense of originality. Like, he buried himself in a coffin with like an excavator, <laughs> and then there, you know, like people <laughs> yeah, like it's great. people like were camping over top of him. Like there, there's a there's a. It's not just like it's not easy to do what oh, he does. I guess sure. is what I'm saying. Yeah, and, and if it was, everyone would try. Yeah, and everyone does try, and they aren't him. The un, for Man, something that point. I get stuck on about his content is that a lot of it is live radio show giveaway competitions like they're yeah. equivalent to what a radio would have done in the 90s like everybody come here and put your hand on a car the last person to take the hand off the car wins like it's a very classic tropic thing so even like doing that giving away money it also grew out of the thing i hate the most on youtube which is <laughs> i'm gonna walk up to homeless people and give them a thousand dollars and make content around it because it's like while it is nice and good to help people who are poor if you're doing it specifically to get people to follow you and you're going to make more than a thousand dollars off that video it's it's inky i would say it's also inspiring i i watch i mean like and i understand i totally get where you're you're coming from with like yeah when you ex when you exploit anything whether it's charitable or whatever like your your reasoning for why is always yeah sure that's like a dark that's a dark gray area Mm -hmm. but when i watch those videos and there's other people who do it on like tiktok and stuff Mm -hmm. I am very inspired. I'm like, wow, like that is this person's doing something interesting and that might inspire me to sort of be more giving in a way. Is it a dark gray area? Yeah, but I I sort of to me, it's like so is everything. I don't know. Like the reason big companies give money to charity is for tax. Oh, 100 percent. But it's like but it but there is good in there. Like if it's like saving a kid's life, it's like, yeah, they get a tax write off. But it's like more inspirational and emotional than like. A yeah, flamethrower prank. <laughs> right, flamethrower yeah. prank. Somebody falling through but, it. Yeah, or, you know. it doesn't give, did, give it to as much. I did have a thought. Uh, okay, I didn't expect that we were only going to talk about Mr. Breeze, but I'm okay. We're here, so let's fucking do it. <laughs> uh, uh, that his videos are just capitalism porn. Like it's, we, <laughs> sure. we've gotten to a point where we're all like, you know what? Capitalism is the best, and I'm just gonna fucking sit down and jerk off to this dream of of getting forty five thousand dollars. Like Lambo. that. Yeah. yeah, I want to. <laughs> it's like we all have just fully bought in to this fucking Hunger Games existence that we live in, mm. and the coolest thing that we can watch or imagine is a buttload of money falling mm. onto us, and like it is kind of the entertainment of the dystopia. Like yeah, it's sure. it's just the lottery. Mm-hmm. It's I think just, that's part of the reason yeah. why Squid Games, the Netflix show, took off. A hundred percent. People related to that feeling. Yeah. And it's like that is like if you really break that down, if you really look at like what that is tapping into, why he is the biggest YouTuber on the planet right now, there is something deeply dark and deeply sad about that. Yeah. That we're just like sure. like please like we're we're just all looking for for you know the fucking rapture to save us. And who it's that who- and surviving insurmountable obstacles. Like, right. That, that's kind of the two prongs yeah. of his content, right? Surviving somewhere for 24 hours, right. surviving you know, like on a desert or And the whatever. deus ex yeah. machina of money. It's, it's kind of like <laughs> the YouTube distillation of the most popular TV content, right? Reality show mm-hmm. like Survivor, where it's insurmountable challenges and hope for money, or just who wants to be a millionaire? Like within the next 30 minutes, if you answer all the questions right, you win a million dollars. Like, 
there always has been game show yeah. like thirst and this hope and you know half the TV is game shows especially during the day for people who are at home uh, mm-hmm. that's the kind of content people would be like ah I wish I could win ten thousand dollars right now That'd that be would chill made that might change my you know life and I would say also like what you're saying before uh, I think that you were saying this but like we definitely do the the thing of like sell people a format that is gonna probably go viral and then infuse like our creative passions into that thing candy yeah. competition great example sure. chicken watch great example <laughs> uh-huh. like I think that it's like yeah, the, here's a format. So that, viral. Oh, <laughs> well, not, yeah, I guess, maybe not that part. Or at least but, good enough. Yeah, at least good enough that people are going to be like, oh, that looks like the other mm-hmm. YouTube formats that are familiar to me, and mm-hmm. I'll watch it. And then it's got like, it, they're so fucking weird, which is great. I, yeah. I think that's a great point. And that's, yeah. that's what I really like about what we do and mm-hmm. this platform is it's not about, you know, making something that you thought of in the shower that's kind of your, you know, like like your vision but is so out of touch with what people right. are interested in that mm-hmm. it doesn't get any engagement yeah. it's like kind of about like doing a dance between what your own personal vision is and your own sense of creativity and a, a, an awareness of like what people what people are watching what people care about what people want to click on and like get invested into i'm gonna ask a very point blank question <gasps> that's like super obvious i think but do you think YouTube, in its current iteration, <laughs> promotes and fosters the best art? Uh, the no. best? No, I don't think so. No. I mean, how? No. how but I, I don't, don't think any platform fosters the best art, except for maybe Patreon. Like, uh, I think that like the yeah, best, maybe. like the best, because yeah, it's I guess small you could argue the film industry doesn't. The, right? the way yeah. that you, I think, when you say art, you you mean kind of like something so pure that it's untethered to any sense of commercial reality and to do that you just have to be like just you know burning money down the toilet right you have mm-hmm. to have someone else's money yep to execute it mm-hmm. production budget etc yep. etc somebody has to do the paperwork mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh or time if you're doing it all by yourself right you have to have that Without a sense of is this going to make money back, and and YouTube of course doesn't do that. It's, it's an ad supported. I don't know. Huh? You don't think so? No. I, there's obviously great art that's. Made. I mean, Titanic was the large, biggest grossing movie of all time. But there's there's a difference between. But do you and think you find that as art? Yeah. Oh, but don't okay. you think the studio affected the original artist's dream and perhaps made it less good as it, as what it could have been? Which therefore not necessarily. Not Look, I mean, there's a way art. to work within a system to create art. I think there's a difference between art and content. And a lot of what we engage with online is content. What's the so okay. I'm, so so my my opinion of what that is is art is something that makes you reflect on your world and the and your place within it. Art is how we sounds p- like Mr. Beast makes art. Then I guess <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe I think you could argue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like art. Art is is uh from the beginning of humanity a tool that we use to understand this uh disorienting thing that is life. Sure. Right, we create stories not just to entertain ourselves and to pass time, but to pass down ideas and and lessons and to mm. process what the fuck we're doing on this planet, you know? Mm. And religion's another form of that. Like, we're just trying to process what the fuck... Where, where are we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Content is something, I think, that is a tool, ultimately, I'm going to say it, of capitalism, that allows you to unplug your brain and pass the time and is inherently reflectionless. It makes you go either... <laughs> Or whatever, like it just it allows you to at the end of a hard day turn off 
with mm-hmm. zero reflection whatsoever. And I think that a lot of what we engage with online is optimized to be content, mm-hmm. not art. All right. Yeah. Well, what what are some examples of art on YouTube that you can think of? Because Titanic threw me for a loop. I thought you were gonna say I thought you were gonna say like Roma or something. Well, yeah. Roma is like art, art, and yeah, I mean that's made that's with different intentions. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think there's a lot of art. look. I think that we have made art, and we've also made content. Mm. Uh, I think that any like yeah, art, Doug the Pug video, <laughs> sure, yeah, like like pristine <laughs> art. Okay, here here's one right, yeah. like. Any Try Guys video that we've done that uh, engages with someone's identity where we are trying to understand somebody or mm-hmm. help someone be seen, the biggest, like, okay, our motherhood series. I think that's art. You could say that it's crass art. You could say that it's low art, but mm-hmm. it is art because the aim mm-hmm. of it is to understand our place in this universe, right? It has a, it has a method, message and mm-hmm. a goal. I think our game time videos, while very fun, it's content. Mm-hmm. It's just here to make you laugh mm-hmm. and... Uh, unplug for hmm. ten minutes. All right. I don't know that content is inherently evil. I don't. I'm not yeah. saying it's bad. But when we live in an ecosystem that is dominated by content instead of art, I think that's a negative bad for the world and is ultimately just about sucking you in and extracting ad dollars. And I'm sorry, this got so serious. No, what are the things what, I've been thinking about for a long time? What do you think that the menu very... is? Uh, art. <laughs> I think it's sadly art. <laughs> I, I think keep the menu, but it, but it, it's again, it's. I think it's masquerading as content. It's definitely, but it is secret art. <laughs> it's secret art. Is it? Similar with like a lot of our stuff. Yeah, it, it straddles the line, and you think it's art because uh, I, that's not a challenge. No, no. <laughs> I, the, well, I would think it was art because it does showcase the entirety of the offerings of things that everyone has access to, yeah. and what it does to you. Uh huh. And it's it basically it's the entire it's like every episode is just a, a cheap funny version of Super Size Me. Yeah, yeah. Its form is content, but its message is art. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I, if I I could also equally argue that it's just content, uh, but yeah. like it could also have a definition of art that's anything that's like thoughtfully crafted by an artisan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of which you are. One. I don't know how thoughtfully I craft it. <laughs> <laughs> but Once upon a time, you did. I would also say that, like, I so often this I podcast consume, fucking content. content. <laughs> I I consume way less art uh, under your definition than content, and I think that I wouldn't want to consume more art because it is sometimes exhausting to consume mm. art. Yeah, you're At almost making sh- like a broccoli book definition. Yeah, like I, I think like that, broccoli uh, books are those books that <laughs> are like good for you because they're like right. well written. And yeah. like, you know, make you think about the world and like our, Carl, our, yeah. you have to reread some <laughs> phrases to really get the like poetry no, that's, down. That's fair. And I guess then my definition is probably a little too rigid because like, I think the office is art. Does it make you think deeply? No, I'm losing this definition now. Grey's the Anatomy office is art. makes me I mean, the cry. office is I was amazingly made, but it, it makes me cry. Like is art. it? Is but it? No, like because it's about cool? like it's about characters and people, I guess. and it, it, <laughs> like it's Parks and Rec art. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? I, art I think is, that's one of those things. Art's such a big spectrum. Am I losing the thread? <laughs> yeah, I'm losing the thread deeply. Uh, I think there's one interesting point to be made that is when like. YouTube has is a, a collection of a lot of small businesses that don't have a ton of margin for losing money, right? So the majority of things on YouTube have to be optimized for commerce. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas a company uh, like Netflix, say, um, is 
like a very large. So they have the the bankroll to have, you know, a couple of big peaks and then a lot of losers mm. in terms of content that loses money. Uh, no losers there. obviously. <laughs> um, so if they, they can have kind of a like a scattershot approach, like where, where did Squid Games like they, I don't know if Netflix thought this was going to be the biggest show. Right. But no. they made like 10 different or 100 different similar shows. And this is the kind of the one that rises to the top. So and if they you support have, it with 40 seasons of the circle, which cost them 25 cents yeah, to make. Yeah, that too. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think uh, to your YouTube question, can YouTube make art? There could be a place for that. Um, but it would have to be a creator or a production company or a media company with a very large bankroll, uh, a willingness to take a lot of different swings and to then, you know, make its money off of the ones that hit. Because I think it could be possible to have something that's like, you know, I think even on TikTok, you're seeing like viral scripted stuff, right? Uh, yeah. So it's 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 possible, but it would it would take, you can't just like, put out something randomly and then it loses money and then you have to close up shop. Although I think Eugene's coming up video, clearly art, capital A, um, but also did really well because it's like so tied into an identity and a perspective and like restrictions aren't necessarily bad. Yeah. And I'm sorry to interrupt right. if you No, 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 no. I it, like cuz some of the greatest art of all time has been yeah. made under the force of restrictions like uh, even like there was incredible filmmaking that came out of communist censorship because they then had to figure out how to get around that creatively. And I'm mm. not saying that communist censorship is a good thing, but yeah. like great art can still thrive under all conditions. Star Wars four, five, and six. That's what happens when you have restrictions. Star Wars one, two, and three is what happens <laughs> when you don't. Yeah. <laughs> hey, okay. yeah. Hey, good, point. good points all around. <laughs> <laughs> And, and seven, eight, nine. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. That's when you don't know who's in charge anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we have one more thing to kind of get us out of this. It's, it's sort of a beautiful conversation, but intellectual. It was nice. I have yeah, a very. Get, you want to get dumber? Nice. I have a I silly TikTok. This is good our, points our, made across our, the board. Artistic podcast. Yeah, yeah exactly. Thank this, you this for This episode is art. Sorry, congratulate yourself on doing something good for your brain. And we'll your go soul. back to content next week. We promise. Don't worry. <laughs> we got lots of dumb potatoes. So, we'll laugh at. so I'll tell you the story about how I almost got arrested in Mexico next week. Wow. How big was that cord? It's tiny, tiny cord, teeny little cable. You know, it's like, like it wasn't even a cord. Ned. It, it was, was a dongle. Like a, it was a dongle. It was a dongle. It was just like a hat. It was like a boop. It was like a boop. I, while we were doing that conversation, I accidentally scratched my nose and I have this scab. It's not bleeding though. No, I know, but like <laughs> I keep scratching the scab accidentally. I scratched myself in my sleep a lot apparently because I have one right. Boop, You're like a baby. Boop, and one right. Boop, and so they can't Baby's heal because I keep scratching them mm. and I'm just what? Doomed? I'm just doomed to have this forever? That's what you do. Next time you scratch it, just immediately put a US on it. It'll be gone by the next day. All right. We have a viral TikTok to react to from. Mm -hmm. Not dot guilty defense attorney M.A. Oh, boy. Here we go. All right. What's an incredibly safe opinion you have that would trigger absolutely no one? <laughs> if you fart and there are other people around, you should say excuse me at the exact same volume as the fart. That way, the people who heard the fart will hear the excuse me, and the people who didn't hear the fart don't need to. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I think that's food for thought. Wow, I, I feel like I just learned something. That's a, that's that's a really good thought. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, so you fart. You just that's art because it's got me thinking about <laughs> fart volume right yeah, now. It's making yeah. me really reflect on 
instances in where I've farted and I haven't said anything, and also perhaps ones where I've excused myself and people have said, for what? And then now I've got to own up to something I could have gotten away with. Hmm. That's art right there. That's art right there. Excuse me! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just feel like it's, yeah. I mean, it's seldom that you have a really loud one in public, but... It's seldom, but it happens. It happens. Here's a a flaw in this reasoning. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, people's ears are more attuned to hear words than they are farts. Oh, so you have to do a little softer. Yeah, I think you got to do it a little. Really? You got to find what that find what that psychological but, difference is. However, and do it a little bit softer. Ears are attuned to hear certain pitches, so a higher pitched yeah, right? fart <laughs> will be more noticeable yep, than yeah. a lower pitch. Yeah, yeah. If you say, "Excuse me." I'm curious if this is a shared feeling or if I'm just a monster. Yeah. Uh, one of the greatest feelings on the planet. Oh, boy. Bar none. Sharding your pants. <laughs> nothing, nothing gives me more fucking pleasure or joy is just having a big one, like, cocked and loaded. Like, a big fucking <laughs> fart, okay? Oh, what? no. But you're, oh, I'm not done. Okay. I'm not done. Okay. That's not the feeling that okay. I like. Yeah. That's the setup. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're in public. Oh, no. Oh, no. You don't want to let a big one rip in public. But you're in loud public. You're walking through a loud... You're farting in a crowd. Listen, I'm not done. Let me get it out. Crop dusting a concert? Crop you're, dusting a crowd. You're in a giant crowd, preferably outdoors, very loud. No one will hear you. And you can fart with full force, full intensity, <laughs> reckless abandon, without breaking stride, and no one will ever know. Oh, they'll know. They'll know. But no, because they, you're gone. They won't know it's you. They'll know it happened. I have a sad story. It's my it. favorite feel <laughs> to just... <laughs> but no one can yeah. hear it. I was at a concert mm. when I was probably 23. Oh, no, you pooped. I didn't poop. This isn't a poop story. Oh, no, he pooped. But I was at oh, a concert. No. There was probably, it was probably like a 40, 50 person concert. Maybe 50. <laughs> 50 <laughs> person concert? It was not what a huge concert. What a lame ass show 50 is this? people <laughs> pooped. <laughs> 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 My friend's van. A 50, that's not a concert. That's a gathering. It's a show. <laughs> it, was a, it was a show. <laughs> we call it a it show. Was like in a, it was like in a house. Like it was like a house show. This is getting worse. 50 people, <laughs> 60 people. You guys never went to your friend's hey, that's capacity. You fucking Hollywood ass That's capacity. I'm with you, You go only to what? Stay to see BTS? Okay. So uh, I was at my friend's show, right? <laughs> 50 people, 60 people. Let's say 70. Yeah, because I turned down those invites. <laughs> yeah, you guys are losers. So, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, so you know that Robbing Johnny shirt I wear in Canada Competition? I love that it's shirt. It's that band. So Robin, my, friend, my friend's Robin band, Shout they don't out. exist anymore. But I'm at that show. I'm standing like, you know, like it, we're, we're all standing by the stage or whatever. And, I, and I'm standing like, you know, a couple people back and I have to fart. Oh no! And I'm thinking this will fly under the radar. This will be totally fine. Oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> so, so I fart, and uh, it's fine. No more noise. Oh, thank God! I thought that the mic was gonna pick up. No, I fart, do my thing, and uh, I'm sort of looking around, and I'm thinking I, I, I sort of am like enjoying the music for a second. I turn around to like look back at my friend, and I see that. I am standing in what I would call an empty. I'm at the center. <laughs> I'm at the center of a big empty circle. Oh, People no. are all going, oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> People moving away from me. Wow. And I can't smell it because I can't smell my own fart. Right. And, I'm, and I immediately try, embarrassedly, try to be like, Oh, what's that smell? <laughs> I also move away from the circle. Somebody fucking farted. And then the band on stage is like, yo, who the fuck is cooking eggs in here? It smells like shit. 
Oh, were you inside? You got called out inside. by the yeah. band. Big mistake. Oh, big mistake. Yeah. Big mistake. It's got hurts. nowhere to go. I know. And, uh, and, and all the body heat of everyone's going to keep it hot. Yeah. It that was, was also that college diet. So who knows what you were eating? You're probably yeah. eating those Subway meatballs. Probably eating pizza with fish sticks on it. Only ham and cheese croissants <laughs> and cold oh, brew. Yeah. So yeah, it was a it was a, a humbling experience for sure. Just the worst story I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it, it's satisfying when you have to fart. And you're like, oh shit, I don't want to make a loud one. And then you let out a real silent one. <laughs> but it's satisfying for like one second. Yeah. Because then it's you're rolling the dice. Silent it could deadly. be a it could be a silent but deadly. It, was. it could yeah. be a silent but not deadly. Okay, right, but one I more need to farts. Know. One I, more fart. <laughs> one we, more fart. We, we did the most serious conversation <laughs> into this dumbest. One more fart, I just need to know before you dive in, am I a monster? When I say that ripping a really loud one with zero consequences, whether at home, no, I think or it's cool. It feels great. <laughs> I don't think you're it's a cool. monster. I'm imagining he's like walking through a crowd. It's outdoors. It's windy. It's gonna disperse immediately. <laughs> it's windy. You're great. You're great. I wouldn't don't worry about it. But what? I'm talking the feeling. The feeling of a big honker. No, I don't need. I don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't relish your butt cheeks clapping together. I don't, together yeah, I don't relish in Not, a big old no, fart no, in public. No, no. But, uh, you, but no, just in general. Like if you're people at home, are unsubscribing from the podcast. If we, you're at home and you get really. to ri okay, go ahead. I'd there was a time we were on <laughs> tour, Legends of the Internet, mm. and oh. we were in dressing rooms, and I don't remember if it was you or Eugene. I know who one of yeah. you farted in a room all the way at the end of the hall. Oh my god! Wow. It was so bad that you both left that room and came <laughs> all the way in the middle of our room and said you farted in there and it was really bad. It may have been the worst fart you've ever had in your whole life. And Eugene, oh. perhaps, who was also it was perhaps the worst fart I've ever smelled in my whole life. And then, so I think Ned and I'd be like, "Well, we gotta go smell it." <laughs> oh my god! And now a minute has gone by, and we think, "Well, it won't actually be there anymore." It was still there. It was <laughs> as if they dropped a ghost into this theater. I feel like it would still smell oh. if you went there today. Oh and it was God. like, it was horrific. That's, it was yeah. impressive. Impressively wow. horrific. It was I remember the, it? Look. Wow, that's I'm horrible. the one with like I think it was body issues. So it most statistically likely was me. But since he's not here to defend himself, it was definitely Eugene. It could have been Eugene. <laughs> yeah. But we were all, it was like so bad. It was so that bad. we were just unanimously impressed. It was like, yeah, it was, it was so bad. We were like, wow, that's amazing. It's incredible. Something so powerful out of such a tiny butthole. Yeah. It it's was, like, you know, the uncanny valley where something is like so, like, so, so wrong. It's wrong. And so, then it dips. This mm. was like, it was so bad that like, oh, I don't want to smell it. I don't want to smell it. And then it's like, I need to smell it. We need, I need <laughs> oh to know what the worst fart in the world is. It's mm. like it's something, it, it broke through a barrier wow. where it was so unpleasant that it once again became weirdly pleasant. It wasn't pleasant. <laughs> That's it was just an experience. It miraculous. was like it was like when somebody at the table takes a bite of something and you're like, "That's the worst thing I've ever had." You're kind of like, like, "I need to well, know. I need to taste That's it. So I want to know horrible. what the worst thing you've ever had tastes like." Didn't I just leave to fart in the? I hope so. Yeah, I think we so. got to get to advice. We got huh? advice. It's uh, time for advice that'll go for miles with Miles Bonsignori. It's advice that'll go for miles. Tune into your radio station. It's advice that'll go for miles. Everybody ready? Miles Nation. What's up, Miles Nation? Woo! How y'all fuckers doing tonight? Hey, we fucking. All right. Have y'all ever wanted to get 
slipping. Perhaps this is bar soap. Have y'all ever wanted to get spicy? Like Mariah Carey. Ginger. Maybe a candle. Noodles. Okay. Uh-oh. Grab my noodle. Tell me how it is. Chili oil? I'm asking... You might have gotten there. I'm asking y'all to make chili oil yeah. noodles. Ba-bam. Naked. Oh, oh, so the noodles are naked idea. or In you're the naked? dead of night. You should not be naked with Have oil. a midnight snack. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Objectively wrong. <laughs> that's chili oil noodles. Get heartburn right before bed. And let me tell y'all how I'm doing it. Shout out to Doobie Boo Bap. Doobie Doo Bap. <laughs> uh-huh. Doobie Doo Bap is making real nice TikTok contents. And Doobie Doobap is making recipes. I think she has a YouTube channel too. But Doobie Doobap said, <laughs> well, here's what you're going to want to do. Take a little packet of the ramen, Shin Ramen Red, hot, hot neutral oil, okay? And you're getting, you're naked in the kitchen. It's midnight. You're feeling nice. So you're just like a, a hot sesame, or just a hot like I vegetable I said oil. neutral. Vegetable oil. I said neutral. Yeah. Canola or vegetable <laughs> or otherwise. Yeah. And you're going to take the Shin Ramen Red Packet, a little minced garlic, a little bit of black vinegar. But if you don't have any, balsamic. You're doing Mm, minced garlic (laughs) at midnight, bro? You're wild. Hell yeah. And then you're going to pour the hot neutral oil over that. And you're going to cook noodles. You're just going to slurp it all up with all the oils. But this requires you to have a certain type of ramen packet. No. When you say hot hot neutral oil, you're you're heating... A hot neutral oil. Mm-hmm. You're heating noodle oil. Like canola oil? Canola, that's a neutral. That's when a did neutral. you boil the noodles? Right at the same time. <laughs> you're doing hot... No- so you're just making the sauce. You're making the sauce. And you're putting it on Boil the noodles. noodles mm-hmm. Boil the noodles. And then you're strain the noodles. Yeah. Get the hot oil, chili that. oil with the ramen, and, the, and you just mix it all together and you slurp it on up with some scallions. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I find it's like that great it's, advice. I'm just kind of hopping in midway. You can throw in a little bit of peanut solid. butter, too. Chili peanut noodles. I like chili peanut noodles mm-hmm. in yeah. a big way. I think that this is too much work for a midnight snack. Yeah. yeah. It's I'm more a- dinner. Honestly, that's a, f- f- yeah, meal that's a full-on game. meal. It could be a dinner. I just found that if you're trying to, you know, it's good to kick up ramen. Some, you don't have to do broth if you yeah, don't want to. I you know what you got to get is the chili crunch. You can oh, s- from Trader yeah. Joe's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or Thai other chili places. Jing, uh, the Trader fly Joe's by one is actually, I like it because yeah. it's not very spicy. And uh-huh. I'm <clears> What is chili crunch? I don't know this. It's like chili oil is more like... Oil. It's got crunchy garlic right. in it. Mm-hmm. But this is got yeah, it's got crunchy garlic. Oh, it's like an oil with, umami, with chunks. Yeah. Like big chunks. I'm on board. Yeah, it's still like pepper, yeah. corn. I love when my mm. oil has texture. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean it's good. It. I, I will absolutely say if you find a good dim sum place in your town or, mm-hmm. or county, um, they'll normally sell you chili oil. Really? Yeah. You can say, like, can I buy chili oil? And they'll be like, Yeah. I've been looking for some. Yeah, just go to a Chinese place that has chili oil. Oh, sick. And you can probably buy a bottle of their chili oil. Now, be careful. Sometimes they make the hottest fucking chili oil ever, especially us in LA. You just go east. Yeah. There's almost every single restaurant sells their own chili oil. That's so cool. I have like three chili oils from around LA. I didn't know they did that. Mm -hmm. Goddamn. Yeah. Best midnight snack. What is it? Cheap. Best midnight snack. Chili oil. Nice. Uh, Probably ice cream, actually. Or a cozy shack. Have you had Cozy Shack? Ice cream is going to keep you up, is man. That? It's going to keep you up. Yeah. What? Sugar. sugar? Oh, yeah. you can't tell Miles not to have ice cream. Um, well, actually, I've cut that down on my midnight? ice cream. You know what I've been doing recently? Yogurt and granola. Oh. But it's a honey yogurt from Trader Joe's, so it's pretty much well. fucking ice cream. Warm. It's like whole milk anyway, yogurt. Target and Trader chocolate Joe's. Make sure you're cookie. shopping there. <laughs> yeah, really. Warm chocolate chip cookie with That's a nice glass nice. of milk. That's I mean, really nice. whole milk. I do say Be, chocolate chip Call yourself Santa. 
Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, yeah, ho, ho. Santa's eating ho, these ho, cookies, ho, ho. but he's never finishing them, I feel like. No, he always lets you know that no one else can have this cookie, and now it's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you left one bite I out like of it. I like this. They're like, now, now it's fucking yeah. maybe... Maybe some sick person ate that cookie. I can't eat it. <laughs> yeah, wait. That's a good. What's the COVID protocol for Santa? I, Ooh, does Santa beards wear a mask are more dangerous, yeah. and he's got a big one. Yeah, he's not going to get a good mask seal. I did hear, unfortunately, that Santa was not vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's got to be it for us. <laughs> Finally, we brought it back to art. Uh, you know, uh, we were art. We were yeah. not art. Then we were art. Yeah. Then we weren't art again. And now we're now back we're to back. art. Commentary makes you think. Make sure you're wearing your mask this holiday season while you're traveling and make sure if you're in big groups of people, wear those masks. Just stay safe. You know, do your best. They get it. They get it. Uh, keep on. We're going to keep this going on patreon.com slash try guys for the after party. You get one extra episode each week and you can join our community, support the show, become a triceratops today at patreon.com slash try guys. Also, we just dropped all of our new holiday merch there's still time to get it before christmas head on over to tryguys.com we have new hoodies mm-hmm. new stickers new socks new jackets pants there might even still be some collect collectibles might left. even be a couple of try guys collectibles if you order a four pack you get a chance at a signed copy of the collectibles you know what i found out today what crazy frog has a discord server who's crazy frog is that the thing you were tweeting about Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Keith, here's with the official tripod theme song. Ba da ba 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 ba. Do you want money, 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 money now? I'll give you money, 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 money. Wow! I'll give you cash, cash dollars. Give you coins and such. You're gonna be rich, rich, rich. I can give you that much. It's a tripod. Until next time. Stay beautiful. Crazy Frog was like, dee ba dee ba dee ba